0: Following content contains explicit material. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Oh my goodness! It's been a long day. We just got out uh, of the lake, Malax Lake over there, and we're all exhausted. This one the Fourth day of the uh, Bass Pro Tour on Malax. That's it. So we're. Uh, this is. These are my brothers here. These are my my MLF brothers cameraman and I thought it'd be fun to do a podcast with you all this is kind of this is the end of the season okay for the Bass Pro Tour and I thought we'd just like share war stories of the year and just past years and just go through what's it like to be a major league uh, fishing cameraman and you know anything you guys want to talk about I, I, I love you all and I just want to get this recorded for posterity And, uh, Tom, are you okay? You're looking at me like I'm crazy.
0: (laughs) Let's do this. Let's go. This isn't another fishing podcast. This is another fishing podcast.
1: We need to do this quickly because everybody, I mean, certain people, Tom is one of them, you like to get to bed at like the same time as my, my grandparents like to get to <laughs> bed. So I, I understand. So we need to get this wrapped up quickly. Um, but first and foremost, uh, how, how is everybody's day today? Like Mille Lacs, just so you know, so I'm from Minnesota. Okay, and the, you, this is this is it is like pristine, calm, like still. I can see the other side of the, well, not really. It's it's a bit hazy, but I can. And here's a random dog walking <laughs> through the shot. It looks like Cujo. Do not touch that dog, Tom. Right, don't,
0: don't the it Seems spot. it is drooling. The dog's looking can for we a get spot. Get a dead cat and offer it to the dog.
1: So, what? Every everybody have a have a good day out there today. This is like unheard of. This this weather that we're having. Start it off there, boss. And introduce oh yourself. You, inter- and first of all, when you get the mic, you got to introduce yourself to the <laughs> camera to starting, and buddy. where you're from.
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm Phil. I'm from San Diego. And it was a stellar day. It was one of those days that was just super nice out there in the lake, real calm, and uh, almost makes the job seem easy on days like today. Oh my and now, Pell. Cool. Pell, Pel, hey. where, fr- where are you
0: from? Pel. I'm from Tulsa. Currently living in Maine, though. Maine is much nicer than Tulsa. I've been full-time in an RV for four years now.
3: <laughs> By the river. Mm-hmm. Now, so. you guys both, you, uh,
0: so you guys both RV, correct?
1: You, yeah, Cody and I do, yeah. Full-time. Don't, is that, are you, together. is that, we is there no one of those RVs yeah. Yeah. here? Just those two. Just you, you two. And yeah. so what's that lifestyle like?
4: Not the same RV.
1: I got my notes out here. I don't want to forget anything. Well,
5: it's like, you, Greg, it's like having a house.
1: Yeah. Only it moves. Okay. All right. You know, do, what are the, the benefits of RVing
5: as opposed to like flying? Like, you know, we do like the majority of well, it. the biggest benefit is that you can guarantee that you're going to show up somewhere Mm-hmm. because, um, when you get on a flight, you never know if the flight's going to go. You never know where it's going to take you. It might take you halfway. It might take you all the way. You never know. It might get there, get you there two days later. You take an RV, you actually know you're going to have a place to, to sleep. You're going to have um, your own time to get there whenever you want to get there. And when you get tired of everybody at the end of the day, you just go and you get in your RV and you close your door and nobody comes and bothers you. There's not going to be a fire alarm going off in the hotel at 3 o'clock in the morning. That happened, yeah. That yeah. happened two tournaments ago. More than It's happened more than once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for sure. it's got it's got its benefits. Does anybody
1: feel awkward? It, please, we have to be honest here. Does anybody feel awkward that our boss is right over there, like watching us? Is or, is, is this so we don't say anything we're not supposed to say?
3: Fuck I, I,
2: that guy. I, I, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: and that's true. So on this podcast, if you want to swear,
3: this is a buy him another <laughs> buy him another drink. Give him another drink. <laughs> no, he doesn't make us nervous at all.
1: <laughs> so what, what was this season like? So the problem that I have. Let's go back. Let's go. Back Let's in go. Does any, I can't even remember what the first tournament was of this season November because
3: November 11th was the first championship.
1: Of this what? season?
3: Uh, Major League Fishing.
1: Oh, you, we can go way back. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, like this. So who, who raise your hand. Who is you, at the very mean, first tournament of Major League Fishing? You said
3: November of 2011.
4: We're
1: talking the very, Dave is behind the camera right now, He's but Dave Appleton. Fox. He's one of the Fox. One of, one of the Fox. I was. I was there. We Lake were, Amistad. We were there at the <laughs> very...
6: <laughs> we're losing Kelly. We're losing Kelly. Yeah, Ke-
1: Kelly, again, <laughs> another person behind the camera. Kelly is, uh, he, he does everything for us he, he makes sure i mean he should be o- over here but well,
3: so we started in beautiful luscious hotels now but way back when our hotels we started in were not so good they yeah that's yeah, well, that's that very Mowbridge
1: true
3: what well, easy easy <laughs> there
1: that was, was that the i thought that was a nice place that was in mexico
3: it
0: hadn't grown up yet i think the first that first event was at lake amistad down on the uh, Texas Mexico. it was—it's where you hear Byron Velvic, who was supremely, I'll tell you, supremely popular because of his time on The Bachelor. Uh, you know, a yes. pro fisherman on The Bachelor, which. Thrust us into the mainstream, right? It's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> thrust, yeah. He, he did thrust. That. He thrust. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thrust all of us into he the mainstream. <laughs> but uh, did and he had the like the hotel, the lodge where we stayed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. it wasn't quite ready for occupancy, if mm-hmm. I remember right. It just seemed a little well finished. I, what I
1: remember most about that particular tournament was that Kevin Van Dam hooked me in the forearm. Yo, so and, good. Uh, That's got a
7: million. A lot of views. A lot yeah, of views. yeah, that got.
1: And it took how many uh, times
3: to get the hook out? Yeah,
1: that was. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's gotten way more views than any video I've ever put up on the, on the internet. That's for, right, that's yeah, for pain, sure.
3: Pain sells. Yeah, yeah, pain.
1: definitely definitely. Where fell. did you get hooked at? Um, I got I got hooked right here. Um, and then I mean, really severely. Yeah. Uh, the, the when so I was with Van Dam and he's making a he's he's char- making a hard charge to get in the first place, mm-hmm. you know. And he's going like crazy and he's ripping out casts. Of course, he's using a jerk bait. And he on his bat cast, he goes and it just it just goes boom right into my forearm. And the and the jerk bait just blew apart. It absolutely blew apart in my forearm. And the only thing that was left of that jerk bait was one treble hook in my arm. With the two hooks in it, Ooh. and then the other hook um, just had a little bitty part of the of the jerkbait left, and what? that that uh, treble hook
7: also had two hooks in my arm. It
0: hit your arm so hard that the it bait blew, blew apart.
7: It blew apart. Well, it's because he was also pulling against it. Whatever it went in his arm. Out yeah, of the back and right.
5: So, so do you can't... feel like you cost him that championship? You feel bad? <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's I what mean,
1: I. I feel way. a little. I feel a little bad about it. But Dude. I, I, re, I, remember seeing comments. You know, like, like uh, Van Dam, man. That guy's such a jerk. Did you see how he treated that camera guy? I'm like, I've been working with Van Dam. Even at that time, I'd been working with Van Dam for like a decade. You know, yeah. so i i mean it was i I just i told it might sound stupid but i was like i'm such an idiot about you know this sport so i was like keep on going man keep on going (laughs) but he broke the line everything broke there was only two two treble hooks no no please you're you're we appreciate this i I remember
3: it took the first try of the first hook came out really smooth
1: yeah. So yeah. Explain what happened. So who, Gary, it was, was Gary. It, it was Gary Klein. Yeah, Gary, Gary Klein did. and and Van Damme Van Damme were there. Got the hook. And it
3: was being filmed.
1: Yeah. Who filmed it? Yeah.
3: Oh, gosh, who filmed it? Well, it was a whole bunch of us filming it. And I don't then the know. second hook. Didn't come out so good, did it? No,
1: well, what happened is people thought that it, it, When way it looks, it looks like there was. Um, I don't need this. I, I have a, a mic here. Oh. You, so, um, don't you, you know stuff about audio? Come on, Rick. Check, check. So, have you introduced yourself yet?
3: Yeah, hi. I'm Rick Westball. I'm, I'm from wherever. Check?
1: Right, currently you're from Arizona. Right. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so what was crazy about that, when they pulled. It was. It wasn't like uh, people thought when they saw it that it was like one of the hooks just kind of ripped and didn't come out all the way. What happened was, uh, Klein, the the braid slipped. slipped, and that's that's what happened. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't look as. It wasn't as bad as what it looked. And and. Uh, well,
3: everybody went. What what
1: was scary to me when that happened though is that I I'd, I'd seen one hook get get pulled out with braid before. But I've never seen two of the hooks of a treble hook get pulled out at the same time. Right. So luckily it worked. It worked, <laughs> and then it also worked. Then so it worked for the first treble hook that came out, and it worked for the second. So I was, uh, you know, I I was very uh, thankful that uh, it turned out as well as, as it did. And the other thing too, just can so I, you know, can I, I, add I was something? working. Yes, absolutely. But one thing. So can you come on, Can you silence your phone for goodness sakes, Rick? So really? the other thing that w- that surprised me was he's that he's gonna answer it. <laughs> Look at he's it; he's answering
3: it. This
0: is an important podcast, Rick. <laughs> the world needs this podcast. He didn't even he didn't even get it to silence
3: it. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> your question. I don't have
1: a question. Come on. So no no. So so what I was most surprised with, first of all, the way that thing hit me, I thought there'd be a big bruise, you know? And then I thought, okay, there's gonna be scarring, you know, after that. There was no scarring at all. Like and it didn't even hurt the next day. And I'm not it was weird. So like puncture wounds, if you guys get hooked it's not that bad it's really not that bad would it
0: would it it make you feel better if i was on a shoot down in venezuela with van damme
1: you just love you like dropping locations man you're one of those guys this was a sit go
0: classic
7: adventure like van damme vikenelli yes were you there yeah i was there skeet reese uh, skeet and gerald swindle and and harold allen was somewhere in there yeah and fish fish fishburne
0: but van damme they you know when they fish for those peacock bass he's a wood chopper they're like about like that hooks oh yeah about I, like this hanging I, I can down. tell you a story van Damme was hanging on he stood up he got one right in here his inner thigh what
1: so that buried. what What year was that that was before oh, gosh, yeah it's know. part of i mean it's gonna happen oh, four, if you're a fisherman five. or a cameraman that films oh. enough fishing it's gonna happen yeah mm-hmm. if you, if, if you, you know? can
0: if you can keep that visual and give you a little bit of
1: so with that being said i think this segues really really nicely and two see, do you see my notes here
3: <laughs> this is my it's on a napkin it's well just <laughs> no move, jokes
1: move please i know that you guys have there's some dirty minds in this group but anyway so uh what is the heart <laughs> so being hooked I, i've been hooked i've been hooked with in with dave appleton here behind the camera I, i've been uh, hooked in brazil mm. you can actually still see it see that scar wood chopper in the in the achilles tendon i'd move my my foot up and down and the treble hook this giant treble hook would go Uh, uh, anytime i'd move it oh my gosh so a voodoo doctor there at the lodge actually took it out and it Uh, actually was a good doctor but um yeah so so this is a difficult job right so what other than being hooked what is the hardest part about you know this particular job you know, what is it? Is it the is it the long hours is it what so what this past You know around. what Owen, I was Let, going to say I'm going to give it to kind Phil. of a
0: newer guy. Here's a guy that has not been in the fishing world. Phil, <laughs> and he Phil. gets thrust in thrust into this. Right. Four you years really now like that I've word. been in.
2: You yeah. he um, know
3: that thrust and pound.
0: You
2: know, hardest part is dealing with the uh, with the elements in the weather, rough boat rides. Uh, once we get to where we're going, I mean the shooting's pretty straightforward once you get there. But getting there is the whole adventure. That, and I'm not a real morning person, uh, (laughs) which doesn't lend itself to fishing too well. But, um, yeah, I'd say that's the hardest part. It's just all the weather, the elements, getting hit with stuff, standing in the back of the boat. Usually, once an event, I'm hit with something. Well, you've been, sometimes were, it sticks, sometimes it doesn't oh, depends on how much rain gear and stuff I have on it usually just sticks to my clothes hitting you in the head. yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been hitting the head, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> right on well, Pell.
0: Um, yeah, I think alongside that, I echo all those sentiments, but you know just the physicality of it because in this world, you know, you have to have the camera pointed at your subject all the time we don't we don't get to reenact hook sets out here no and so you've got your handheld you're standing on a boat that's rocking back and forth so you're you know your feet and legs and getting a workout and you're standing for eight hours yeah plus
7: sometimes in the pouring rain
0: yeah in the cold in the rain we fished at lake fork Mm -hmm. this year and it was 20 ish degrees yep. and sleeting on us mm-hmm. it's been a hundred and whatever but yep. just being up with the camera on your shoulder in the elements no doubt ready for no doubt what could be but do, do you find a historical moment
1: right like do you find um i remember um you know before doing this job i wanted i i looked i uh what's the name of the show that's so successful on discovery channel deadliest catch Yeah. I, I watched that show and I go, you know, I'd really like to do that. There was a part of me that wanted to do that. You know, no. you, you, it takes a certain type of individual to do this job. Like you have to, you have to really not want to be working in a cubicle. You have, you, there, there's, we could be doing other things, right? Like, right? I mean, I think we could. We could. Is it still recording? okay good that's important <laughs> um but often. but i, I I've, I've examined myself we have long hours to be able to to self-diagnose ourselves you know go through almost a, a like a Such psychological examination yeah 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 i mean mm-hmm. I've, I've thought about it many times I'm like what in the hell am i doing out here you know but there's a part of me that really loves it and and i look oh, at paycheck? the check well it is a pay list it's important <laughs> but there's a lot of ways to get a paycheck you know, I, I I like the adventure of it. Not one this big. <laughs> well, you're
3: still here.
1: Cheers to that. Huh? Brandon? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: but anyway, let's keep going around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's a, it takes a certain personality, like, a, like with an adventurous spirit to want to, wanna, you know, to do something I like that. I
5: like think the hardest thing about this job is, uh, is what Phil saves us from. Phil is the meme master because you will die of boredom. A slow, excruciating death throughout the day where literally you're spending eight hours staring at a dude's butt.
1: Well, right. And, and what's you're, he doing? You're, you're a fisherman, Cody. You know, it, it, without a doubt, at some point, even if it's like going gangbusters in a fishing day, there's going to be a lull at some
5: but point. But you watch, you watch on live, and our show is 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 amazing because we've got ten cameras. Really, when when Jeff's working, sometimes you get eleven that's cameras, awesome. and then and then Dave out there gets to point a camera at somebody too. And you know, when it's really bad, we got twelve cameras pointing at people because that's what it takes to keep keep this show going because someone's going to catch a fish but you might be on that boat that literally they catch zero or two or i mean i know somebody all the way at the end of this this thing no names tom wayne um that didn't have a fish until like the last 30 minutes of the day and so you're literally sitting there what do you do all day long because fishing is awesome. I love fishing, I absolutely love fishing. Watching fishing can really suck. Catching, watching catching is awesome. And watching this game unfold is amazing. (laughs) <laughs> but sometimes you got to keep it together and what mark was talking about you literally got to keep a shot on the on the guy because you don't know it. any second can be that hook set and that one hook set might change the whole game and so you're literally sitting there for eight hours watching some guy make cast or drop drop mm-hmm. drop drop with live scope and uh, or active target or mega live or whatever they call them all there's now 15 graphs on the bow yeah 15 graphs. Mm-hmm. All, all that stuff. True. Oh, and then the best part is you got the greatest view because you're stuck in the middle seat. Everybody gets all these cushy seats, you know. You got your boat official on your left who's you kicked back and relaxed in his nice cushy little chair, Sometimes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the, the angler's got something to hang on to and, and has this nice console in front of him as he's running 70 miles an hour. You know, if you ever want to know what it's like for us, go get on, on a bumpy dirt road and go sit on the hood of the car when someone's driving 70 miles an hour. Really good. Really good. Yeah, then you then you got what we get to deal with.
7: Mm-hmm. Nothing to hang on to. I'm
5: done. Yeah, no, I I, I think uh,
1: that's 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 the hardest part of the job, um, and I have said this many times. To- Why am I? I don't need this. No,
3: no, <laughs> um, because you so have
1: the, the hardest part of the job Tom? is. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll go around here, but it's my turn. Okay, did you turn off your phone? yes okay the hardest part of the job is yeah i I would say it's it's if if the fishing is tough and as a fisherman i feel like i have an advantage some of you guys don't fish so i'm like i i enjoy fishing but it doesn't even matter like if the fishing sucks it's like you got to keep that shot you got to compose the shot you know and and for the whole day so um that and and you know i i I agree I, i think with uh you know weather moving in you have to be you can't be a you can't be a wimp doing this you, you know you got you're you're exposed to the elements and um you kind of have to have that that mentality of of uh, like someone that would film you know dangerous catch you got to be kind of willing to you got to be kind of a hard ass am i you know i think that's yep. what, what do you think
3: about, uh, yeah, I, I agree with what Phil said. is the weather is the most demanding thing of all this. The boredom on the boat all day when somebody's not catching a fish is boring as hell. And then you try to keep the guy up at the same time, try to get to your snacks and eat <laughs> <laughs> without going, cameras out, here, you're down, whatever. But I mean, major league fishing has changed quite a bit from when this first started. I mean, we set standards with the technology.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt.
3: At the beginning, no, no of this. doubt. Yeah. You
1: know, we're releasing score tracker fish. and all, all the live updates is huge. It's, the fishing industry never, never seen anything like that until and major league fishing came. The conservation
3: behind up. this is really impressive. Yeah, you know, I come from the uh, saltwater world, and I thought I'm going to do bass fishing, and we here we are almost 12 years later
1: and let me let me say this i said this at the last tournament i really don't make me cry well i I, and and i really mean this and i might have been a little bit inebriated when i said it at the last tournament but i I, i'm i haven't even had a full beer no but i i do uh i have looked up to you um and i you are the the person that i i hold myself Uh, to try to, uh, I I try to be better so that I'm more like Rick Westfall. I've always been like, that's the guy that's kicking ass out here that I want to, I want to be that good. And I mean that now I'm not going to stand on the back of a, a, a boat on top of an outboard motor like you do, but that just is a testament. That's your thing. You know what I mean. That's your signature. That would just be ripping that off. So I just but want to you're, my job. But it's a well, and you have, um, but you're also you're you're. I, I mean this, man. Like I have looked up to you, and I I I, uh, I, I know I give you shit. You know, a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, you do. He does. But um, uh, I I think you do well, a hell of a you, job, and and
3: I'm just glad to be doing this. This one, yeah, me, and uh, the people that we're well. all with. This is a family, even though we have dysfunctional, weird personalities, but they're all cool. But we love what we're doing.
1: Yeah, we absolutely. love what we do. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love, I love we're, you guys. We're I mean, we're that
3: continue doing this. And for me, I just, I I push myself. I'm not competing with you guys. i just like, how far can I go? Okay, it's boring. Can I sit on, can I stand this way? Can I do that? And then I worked with Tom with Ultimate Match Fishing, and they pushed me to the back of the boat to where, okay, I'll put my knees on the motor. Okay, get back so we get shots of this. Okay, then I started standing up. That's where I Mm started. And it's Mm -hmm. a great shot from way up there. Yeah, but the guy to next you to you can fall. get that
1: shot much easier I now. Know,
3: I don't like <laughs> it. And you know what? I, I, I hope his fingers
4: start breaking soon so he can't do that. So spe- speaking of which, yeah, so yeah, introduce start. yourself. I'm Jeff Michael. I'm from Bardstown, Kentucky. And probably, um, besides Robert, I bet I've been doing bass fishing tournaments longer than anyone. That's very true. Well, what if people don't realize... So, the first one was in uh, 1999.
5: Uh, Yep. Wow. You got it.
4: Sorry, no, I I take that back. 2000, you were 1999.
7: I don't know. know. 2000. Mine was probably
4: classic in Greensboro in 1999.
7: So, yeah high point.
1: Right. So you so what what um, what Jeff can say is he can do two things. So he he's no he he's had a heavy camera on his shoulder uh, just like we have, but Jeff's now doing aerials getting he gets all the compliments. We get very rarely get compliments on the on the live show. But that's fine. The, no. They are amazing shots. I'm, I'm I'm just ribbing you here, but tell me the hardest part of, of being a, you know, a cameraman but, you know, filming and the, but also getting aerials.
4: So the hardest part Obviously, what you guys said is the weather comes up, all that stuff, all the hardships we go through, all those crazy boat rides. Whenever we see, like, Detroit or the Great Lakes on the schedule, everyone goes, oh, shit, because you know you're going to get the crap beat out of you. But the hardest thing is this, is when you, don't, you have a guy who doesn't catch a fish all day long, and you know that one moment you can't turn away, because the one little thing is going to make the TV show or the live show, and you have to be on it all the time. So it might be six hours later. And if the guy's catch a lot of fish, everything else, it's good, because you, you have a little leeway there. If you miss something, it's not the end of the world. But it's when your guy is really bad that you know it's going to be the big decision, whether he makes it or not. You don't want to screw up. Yeah. That's exactly You don't want to screw exactly up for the guy. Right. You don't want to screw up for yourself, the show, everything else. Yeah. You have to do it. So you're really, like, committed at that time. And it gets to, like, like today, it was that cut period. Tom Wayne was with a guy who didn't catch fish all day. He um, caught a lot of fish. Uh, Adrian Avina all day long didn't catch him so I know Tom I was feeling for him because he didn't want to miss that fish right. you know that's like a big deal at the time and it was seven hours later Yeah, that you're still like yeah. I can't Yeah, ugh.
1: and then you're also you know when you have those that's what's so great about this format you know because when you have that cut line and then you got, you got the, the, the timer, you know, you, you, you know there's, we got periods and so, you, you know, you, you got to get a fish in before a certain time and all this stuff. We're also, we got to be so cognizant of what's our battery level at, you know, should I be making a battery change right now? Because I got, you know, so there's, there's a lot of things running, you know, th- through our minds and it, it's, 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 it can be very, very stressful. And you the know? camera's really light. <laughs> camera, how, how heavy are the cameras?
3: 28 pounds. Kelly, how, how heavy are those cameras? 28 pounds, I think it's probably and, where you And what's the price tag on these cameras?
1: <laughs> They're up there,
3: no 40, doubt. Uh-huh. 40,000 is what i heard? 100,000. 100,000. 100, 100, wow. The, yeah, the encoder is 22 grand. Oh, wow, yeah, good point. The lens wow. is. Those are all running about 100
7: grand. They are about 100 grand. Yeah,
3: 100 grand cameras. <laughs> and how many cameras do we have?
7: Ten.
3: Got
1: 15, Fifteen
7: cameras. Fifteen
1: cameras. Wow. And they're. Yeah, well, and we've only lost two. Let's see. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and they're incredible. I mean, they're industrial strength. I mean, we beat the hell out of these cameras, yeah. and they. But, aerial. What's the toughest part? about
4: hardest part about getting aerial. <laughs> hardest part about aerial is when you get this great shot and you're coming and things are great and, you, um, you get a little cocky. <laughs> and everyone's saying how great you're doing. You're going through trees. You're going through the water. You're like, yes, I can do anything. And, and then you you clip a little tree and you get bit nervous. <laughs> but, the, but the hardest part is when you're live, because unlike everything else, this is crazy. It's only the last couple of years we're live. Yeah. So like anything you do, it is crazy. So I'll be on a guy and I'm getting this amazing shot, and then they haven't taken me. They haven't taken me. I keep going around. Haven't taken me. So I'm about to fly out. Battery's getting low. Hooks up, they take me. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, Yeah. Gah. Yeah. Land the fish. Smallmouth. Land the fish. They finally like get it and then they I do this slow little takeoff and I pretend like I'm not nervous. Then they cut off me and they
7: go I get back and land. <laughs> Didn't you have to land on so the So the worst water? thing.
4: <laughs> uh, um <laughs> so you were fishing with Josh Burkran you were on the back of the boat. <laughs> and uh Usually with a drone, you have a home point. On a boat, your home point's going to move. And I always go back. I know how to get to my home point. We're in the middle of, um, what's the name of the, where we're at in Wisconsin? Yeah, like we remember all these. Uh, Was that Green Bay? Yeah, Green Bay. Sturgeon Bay. Sturgeon Bay. Yeah, Sturgeon Bay. Sturgeon Bay is crazy winds up and down all over the place. We're in the middle. You have no landmarks. We're in the middle. Josh Burkran is way out there. And um, I'm circling and I didn't know that our spot lock came off and we drifted probably like a mile and I'm I'm looking at the screen and I'm trying to fly and we're going <laughs> like this and your boats going like yeah, this Yeah, and finally it starts beeping and I was on live and I did a whole thing. So I go back to find our boat I go back to home point and we're not there. I Look everywhere. I go up. I start looking around. I can't find the boat <laughs> and so I was like shit and there's no land so course. how f- I, how far were you away i you was like from... a mile away ah, that's drove, amazing it, it, was, it was going so fast and I, I had no idea i was just holding on for dear life it was really rough that day so that, so then i was like well the only thing i do is land down josh's boat so i go up you're the camera guy and i'm like trying, I'm, I'm going up and trying to like get you guys out of the way josh is on the boat you're in the back the driver's there you have a couple things like all in the back there's nowhere to land and so i just start like going real close to you guys are coming out and you, you thought there was like a, a drone. I, I thought, so I'm, I,
1: anybody that knows me, I, I, I believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. And so I thought maybe the government was trying to scout
4: me, you know, and, and hacked your drone. So, so I thought maybe you guys would go to the back of the boat. You realize I'm in danger with the drone. You take the life jacket like you're gonna throw it on the drone, <laughs> and then, like then it the dawned jacket. on me. You know, when you, like we've already talked about,
1: you know, we've been out there all day, and you know, the, you know, you, you, your brain starts to get fried. You know, so I wasn't really thinking. And then it dawned on me like, no, I, and I've I've flown a few drones. And I'm like, oh, I think he's trying to land in the boat there's an emergency situation going on instead of
4: going like to the back of the boat bringing everyone you guys went to the front of the boat (laughs) there's a seat there oh right right i have two feet to land and my thing's blinking it's like down to five percent two percent it's going it's now or never i go in and land and it turns off i didn't even know if i landed oh really i didn't know that. that you didn't mention is how far away were you a Mile right, <laughs> I had no idea, I couldn't even see you guys. Except you know, green. Yeah, so I landed and I was like, and then it went off. I was That's like, crazy, Either in the water. So then I came up and then it was all good, amazing. I went, Yeah, I'm meant to do that. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Sorry, wow. and luckily, so there's like tons of anglers, it would have been a bad deal. Josh Bertrand, great guy, fantastic guy, one on two, you no have doubt. a better guy on that. Yeah, he's fantastic
5: yeah, for good. sure. You
4: Robert, okay.
7: everybody introduced Remember to introduce uh, yourself. Robert, uh, I started doing I think I got started doing shows. I was doing Shaw Grigsby show in '96 before we started doing tournaments but before that, I've been shooting fishing for right at 30 years. I started in 92 wow. shooting the first <laughs> fishing related thing. And uh, I don't, I don't fish. That's the amazing thing. <laughs> I'm terrible at fishing. I'm good at watching people fish. But you do a but hell do of a job. Of wildlife and nature things too. So you learn this tolerance for extreme boredom. You know, you learn how to sort of. It, it, there's a trick that we you haven't talked about this, but there's a trick you do with time in your mind when you're just completely bored and you're watching the screen, like what Rick was talking about, where you start looking for other shots. You start thinking like, what's the B-roll? And we all shoot birds and we all shoot animals. I've seen beavers and muskrats and all kinds of other crazy things on the shore. And you, you're happy to get a shot like that. My favorite was uh, I won an award and a $25 gift card from Peyote who used to produce the FLW. For shooting the most creative b roll shot, it was these two frogs humping on the, in the <laughs> right in this shallow water, and it was so dead calm and it was nothing happening. It was hot <laughs> we were sweating to death, and I look over there and there was these two frogs make, making it making new frogs <laughs> in the water. so I just slowly did this nat geo level <laughs> zoom nat into geo. it. It filled the whole screen with this shot and, I, and I was just, it was a joke, and i didn 't realize he 'd put that on the live and then and then later, so I pull back out and I go back and the guy catch fish and go back to it well. Later, when they were going through the footage, I get a screen grab of this shot and a little star next to it, like this is our hero shot of these two frogs. And so you never know what's going to make it on camera. Yeah. You have to assume anything you shoot might make it on oh, yeah. camera. For for sure, so, yeah, that's.
1: So I, the hardest part is just the for you. I mean, it's probably. I mean, it's, this is a, a thing. I, that I, I think we for all... me,
7: it is a time thing. I think it, it's the amount of time you weather. spend in the weather, in the elements, with this camera on your shoulder. Or if it's a small camera, or whatever you're doing, and it's you're trying to endure, you know what it is you're doing, and still be creative, and still think of like what's the next shot, and what's the next shot. Where, how is this going to be used? Where can this be put? So you're trying to keep your mind engaged with what it is you're doing, while your brain is thinking of a thousand other things. And Robert's a a ex. Well, you're never an ex-marine. Former marine. You're
1: former marine. So you know, being a marine, kind of, you know, former marine, kind of helps. To a well
7: job like so, this. so you know simplify is the marine motto which means always faithful right but what really the marine motto should be is if you're not suffering you're not doing it the marine way mm-hmm. and so you <laughs> know, learn you learn this tolerance for like this hurts you get this pain right between your shoulder blades your knees sometimes hurt you know your shoulder starts hurting your back starts hurting i'm 58 so i'm not young and yet you just learn how to just breathe through it and Endure whatever did you have to do just to get make sure you're on that shot whenever it happens because like Pell said is you know It's it's eight and a half hours of boredom interrupted by five seconds of sheer panic It's kind of like war. Yeah, something crazy is gonna happen if you don't if you're not pointing the camera in the right direction So
1: what what I've heard of war that's that's kind of you know, I'm obviously what we're doing, but
7: (laughs) (laughs) this is not war <laughs> yeah, now it, it's more than you would think shooting fishing. You know, the, if yeah. People are watching fishing and thinking, oh, it's because what they see is the edited product. Yep. It's just this guy catching, you know, hooking up yep. fish and reeling it in, and that's it. They go on to something else. But there's more to it to get that yeah than than most people would think. yeah And, and that's what I like about it. I'm, I
3: agree with you. I yeah. think
7: there is an adrenaline rush that you get when you know you've got a great shot, you've yep. told a great story. And, and and you kind of it's almost like a I, I, I hardly
1: work out but I imagine it's that same kind of if you busted your ass on you know, a workout or something the fact that you finished it and you if there's something yeah. there's something of just an accomplishment you've accomplished something of you know that goal of finishing a workout or whatever I just started running lately you know so <laughs> I feel like this is why I'm using workout analogies yeah but like you've accomplished something you've really pushed yourself or you got that in you know and you got that great shot yeah. you know, I, I enjoy it's weird but I, it's I, I think it all of us have that personality type to some degree you know to be I, able I'd to like do to this. also
7: pass on that to you guys that were a part of that original show I remember watching the first couple of seasons before I got in I've been doing this right at 10 years for the uh, MLF and just I was amazed at how amazing that show was it, it was so well shot the wide lens with the with the two shot with the angler and the official in it talking back and forth to each other and ribbing each other sometimes and that engagement between the two of them uh was something i thought was really had never been seen before and then also the conservation side of it of putting the fish back you know bringing them in the fit in the boat weighing them and putting them right back in their environment was something that needed to be done for years because you you can't really call yourself a conservation if you're pulling conservationists if you're pulling breathing fish off of a bed and then running them clear across the other side of the lake no doubt wrecked that year's you know fish for you know baby fish for that yeah those two fish and i
1: think i think too you know we all if if, if, it's i'm a fan of this sport big time you know i've since i was like i don't know 14 15 around there and and we all have these ideas of wanting to be you know fans of the sport want it to be mainstream and whatnot well if it gets mainstream, whatever, maybe that will never happen. But if it gets popular, more popular, um, it, there's going to be more pressure on the fisheries. So I think I think you have to. This this format really takes care of the fish. The fact of the matter, tournament, tournaments weigh in. Tournaments do. There, there's there's a pressure there put on the fishery. There's no doubt. How can there not be, you know? So I think a format like this is way better for the future of the sport. So I, I think Major League Fishing's spot on there. Absolutely.
6: Yeah.
1: What what do you think's the, the hardest part, Tom, of
6: this show? Um Yeah, Tom Wynn from Tennessee. I, uh, I think everybody covered it. I think one of the toughest things is technology. Just we're always, you know, all of us are cinematographers, camera operators that are really into technology. But who's not on camera kelly our engineer over here keeps all of our stuff going that uh after going through all the most extreme elements and bashing and stuff we do that we're probably not supposed to do to the cameras the hundred thousand dollar cameras and (laughs) but um i think also with technology it's tough because we're advancing so fast but it's up to us to kind of Keep the viewer engaged. Like today, for instance, I was, you know, forward-facing sonar and and uh, you know, active target is awesome. But for us to show it and to 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 get the viewer engaged and show what's going on, I think that's a real challenge. We we, so gotta get, we gotta get we gotta
1: we gotta figure that out, don't we? For this sport, that's got to be figured out. If if forward-facing sonar is going to be the thing now, which obviously it is, unless we ban it, like if you know. Um and I don't see that happening. Like that's got it. we gotta that has to be figured out. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure picture yeah. Of, uh, it's gotta be figured uh, out.
7: What's he
1: seeing? You know oh. Yeah, come on in. No, I don't
7: wanna come in, I just wanna say this.
1: Oh. And you're <laughs> Hold you on, get, we're handing it to yes. Kelly, our engineer. Yep, yeah. Kelly. And engineer. make you get him close. I think that um, shot is, is
0: to speak on the impact you guys have on what this is. You take it back to Red Crest. Have you, you introduced yourself? Safe-
1: yeah, I just did. Oh, I'm sorry. Kelly.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> the MFK. Thank you for that. But Phil's shot at the end of Red Crest. And the guy's weighing it three times, and Phil goes in on it, and you see it hit that two pounds, and the crowd erupts. That was cool. That yeah. took That's this cool. from being a fishing show to being A major sports thing, that shot right there. And that's the impact you guys
5: have on it. That's all I want to say. Thank you, you Kelly. Cool. Absolutely. absolutely. Also, that was,
7: there's a lot of heart in that.
3: And that's the anglers are what brings us in.
1: Right. Right? No, I mean, it's, you know, I, I got a mic. <laughs>
3: um, I mean, we do, I, it for, we do this for a number of reasons. One, we like the adventure, the craziness. But we also, we really do like these anglers, even right. though some are paying pain in the ass. <laughs> and some it's are true. All. It's I true. mean, and we want to push them to the most. I want to get the best shot out of these anglers. I want to get their personalities to come out. So we all do that.
1: So I, that's a perfect lead-in to, I, that, that was on my list here. Um, I, you know, we let's not talk about anglers that we don't appreciate working with. But who who are your favorite anglers? Who, who want?
3: Out of, of, and, you're yeah. talking out of all the anglers. Who, who are your favorite? There's a small percentage. Now, who is your
4: number one you favorite angler? F-
3: we're, we're not talking about
1: I, that. And most
4: of the time, it's not even that bad. Like yeah. the guy, it just it's so weird because we you know they're or intense the or different you know, things. But with. there's really not anyone that you really. Yeah.
3: yeah. It, I mean, the there's a couple that <laughs> do I want to fish with? No. <laughs> But the majority of them I'll fish with.
0: To answer that question, <laughs> there are a lot of them. Like, you know, you, just got, like, you can't narrow it down to one. you got, like, a, a top ten maybe. But every time I see my name next to Stephen Browning's yeah. on the sheet, I get excited. I get just giddy because that guy is so excitable and so positive and so nice. I think I, I, I was with him when they coined his nickname the puma it was on the it was at lacrosse on the mississippi that was pretty cool. and he was just you know he just did his typical thing oh man he, you know, he's throwing his chatter bait and he's like, oh man he jumped on that like a wild puma and they picked up on it of course but i mean <laughs> that's what it is the whole time in the boat he is fantastic I, I've
2: just
0: makes makes our jobs easier
2: bobby lane right over there right yeah oh, i yeah. love bobby lane bobby lane's cool I'd say probably my favorite's um Andy Morgan. He's just a real stand-up guy. You go out with him, even keeled, uh, super into the sport, and he always does really good. You know, It's always a good time with him. Yeah, I'm going to
1: – I guess I don't need that. I keep on forgetting, too, that I have on my <laughs> – but, yeah, I, Bobby Lane is – I think I, there's a number of them, but right off the top of my head um, – I'm, i think i'm gonna pick bobby because he provides pickles in the boat and and i <laughs> and i and, I, cold, I, and I and they're cold pickles he's got them in the cooler yeah. Remember, you know I'm and never... pickles are oh, great God, if you I don't know, know, know this they're great just i don't know if bobby would appreciate that just drink the pickle juice Oh no, it's great for dehydration oh, yeah like
3: try this like are you kidding <laughs> i am sweating. Venison.
7: venison jerky
5: so i yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm bobby lane and it, I just like whoever drives slowest.
3: <laughs> yeah, we know that with your back. Yeah. <laughs> the old guy with a bad back. That's what those guys.
4: Yeah. So that is the thing. So I used to, I did FLW for a long time uh, before, and I used to crew some of the things, but I got to pick who I went with. So one of the things, one, one, so all the fishermen are, are um, super, most of them are superstitious. And so, like, if you've been with a guy and he's done bad a couple times, it's, like, this horrible thing. So you have to, like, try and pretend. So I just straight out would lie. Like, you know, last 50 tournaments, I've been with 35 of the winners. And like, wow, that's pretty good. On. I was, all right, yeah. And it was all, like, made up. So everything, so everything, like, you got to do everything back and forth. But I used to get to pick on the final day who I went with. And so I was like, man, that guy's a lucky camera guy. They didn't know like I mm-hmm. whole sabotage. I, I got to pick all the stuff all the time. Oh, nice. So that was yeah. that part was good. Yeah.
3: Who came up with the line, like, when some, you, I don't want to be with you. I just lost with you. Well, I'm on championship day every week.
5: Is yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> <How about> you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't. I told was somebody a- was giving me a hard time. And I said, well, you know what? Think about how many championship rounds I've made compared to how many you've made. <laughs> right. Every <Yeah. You're>
3: <laughs> one. Exactly. Yeah.
5: Every.
3: Yeah. And Ish wasn't
5: one that said that
4: at all. He? <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of guys. So For, do you have one favorite? No. Th- there's a couple different things. So Wesley Strader is always fun to go out with. He is a great. Day. Yeah. He, gonna Wesley's be fantastic. It's going to be a good time. David Dudley is so spread. You never know. He's, really fun, it, he's really, fun. really fun, man. Um, it's he's David's really fun. Brent Ayler is super nice great. guy. He's going to be really knowledgeable. You're going to like learn stuff. Does great um, sound bites, you know. Uh,
1: he's got yeah. that Southern California, just like you know.
4: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of a few other guys, but there's a whole different guy. It depends on what fishery you go to, too. What you're really going to learn from that's kind of neat, too. When you get you get a guy who's really in his element, or is doing something he really likes, uh, that part's pretty neat too. It is, no doubt. If yeah, you yeah. had if you if you had to pick one,
5: oh, well, Andy Montgomery. That.
1: It's just it's right off the top of your head, though. It doesn't necessarily, but but, did, but but who who would you? can okay. Right off the top of my head, like I said, I, I mean I I think Bobby, but
4: you know that can change. I mean there's so there there's so many great ones. Some of the old school guys too are fun, who are so good on TV. <laughs> Here you
3: go. Are we talking anglers? Or are we <laughs> talking just yeah. to have a good time? with yeah, Meyer, yeah.
4: <laughs> Cody Meyer, great, yeah. fun. no doubt. But some of the guys who who are just really good on TV, who know their stuff really well, who are going to give you everything. Right? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. I mean, they're, they're like they give you sound bites like on TV. They shows get it, man. They get it. I mean, that that part's fine. Like Canelli,
3: everybody <laughs> says oh, how gosh. crazy he is, but he could give you the best line of the. And it's you know it's fun. Ain't hump your leg while you're doing
2: it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, that's not
3: fun. You didn't go there with me. <laughs> no, he
7: did with uh, Dustin. Though, didn't he? <laughs> now, I did. No, I'm going to have to go Shaw Grigsby because yeah. it's maybe a little unfair. But I have spent I spent 20 years filming his show. I know him really well. Super comfortable with him in the boat. He's, uh, can I say, so awesome. I I hadn't worked with him until Major League Fishing, and, yeah. like, the nicest, absolutely the nicest dude. Yeah, accommodating, easy to get along with. And, and also so good eat up
1: with fishing. I love yeah. it. Like, I love that, too. Like, as a fisherman, just seeing that, you know, like, seeing people that are so passionate eating up with it, and especially a guy like Shaw... That's done fishing, like been a fisherman for so long, yep. but been a, done the TV grind. Yep. And he's still like so passionate about, and passionate
7: about tournament fishing. Yeah, well he is What's
3: everybody laughing you see on about? He's two gomers.
7: So he is the guy you see on TV. He's not, that's not an act. That is really who he is. I, I have a funny story about him actually. We were in Alaska filming a show, and um, we were in, we had a limited time in this lodge. It <laughs> was running on a generator. And so they would only—they would turn the power off in the generator. And oh, what's going on? What am I doing all right, right
3: now? No, no. it's, it's not like this. Like this like this a is a—it's not he like is this is a live broadcast. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> We look like we've got we look like we some wieners. <laughs> you're, you're Listen, it's
1: a wide shot, guys. There. there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's looking at my crotch? Who's who behind the camera is looking okay. at my crotch here? Jared? It's Jared.
5: Sorry.
1: sorry wait, We're wait, trying sorry. to have a serious moment here.
5: <laughs> okay.
7: So, so j- this is, I think, a, a good example of a lot of these fishermen, these tournament guys, because everything we put up with, they put up with even more because they also have practice days and bad weather and all these things and they're casting a million times you know over a tournament
3: well and that's that's an interesting point is that when i first started this like i'm doing bass fishing i come from salt water and now i'm doing bass fishing but once i get to know these anglers i feel to this point now anglers are athletes yeah i
1: don't agree with that i i will I, i i got a mic <laughs> I, I, I think enough with this athlete nonsense stuff. Okay, I I, I see some of Listen, I'm not the I'm not I'm, 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 I'm not a specimen here. I'm not an athletic specimen. Okay, but to be and I love fishing. I consider this a sport. This is a sport, but it's not an athletic sport. Stop calling these guys athletes. What? They're not athletes for God's sake. I look at some of the physiques of some of these guys. You cannot call them athletes. Just stop it, it, with the nonsense. Yeah, this wait, is a wonderful have, sport. Have, you what? don't have to call them athletes. To I, make I would it, call it, the cameraman the, athletes. The, yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's. It. No, we're not athletes either.
7: No, I got ten thousand. Just in today. <laughs> that
1: athletes. Ca- call them a competitor. You don't have to call them athletes. It's so you n- obnoxious. To see Andy
3: Morgan flip right and left and put it right through. A That's
7: not an athletic thing to do. That
3: I, I disagree. I think that I would use the word athlete. I agree.
7: No, you. It, you have to be. It because has to what be does athletic. Require. It's uh, endurance. It's. Uh, precision in your uh, Kelly before Excellent. okay Kelly's
1: coming in, in here. here
5: in your sport. Hi uh, Kelly, first time viewer. <laughs> I just have a question. <laughs> Talking about endurance, what happens when you guys have to go to the bathroom? And as a second question, other than you Rick, how do you guys not fall in the water?
1: Uh, and, and, <laughs> and, can you? And, by the way, uh, Kelly, I, I, I also love That's <laughs> a great question. Can you make sure that I'm still recording and everything? Everything's functioning properly. I appreciate it. <laughs>
3: What time do we peak?
1: Testing one, two, three yeah. testing okay. thank you man. <laughs> appreciate it. How long are we have we gone so far? Minutes. All right, cool. Yeah so I, I and, and I don't I, I don't say that because I don't think this is a, a sport. I, I, it is a sport okay but but it's not an athletic sport. It's not like it's are people that curl are they athletes? Absolutely. are sumo wrestlers athletes? Or, or, or is John Daly an athlete? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, we just have – it's a golf semantic problem on, then. There's no, an athlete
3: golf, right or there. Golf But then again – Ladies and gentlemen, that's Timmy Horton.
0: Timmy Horton. So,
3: okay, so, again, so I where, like where, where, where were we? Did, I, I didn't mean to go uh,
1: off on a tangent you here. Rick, well, I
3: mean, for to do Rick, what we're Rick's doing. Head off, right?
0: <laughs> but you did.
1: Say what?
3: You just ripped your head
0: off did on I, live
1: I, TV. I didn't – this is not live. Yeah, but we are, gonna, we are going to keep that in there. That was no, great. But so, what, I, I sorry, go straight ahead.
3: Off, I mean, like you said, I think we're athletes too for what we endure all day.
1: I wouldn't call myself an athlete.
4: I, I wouldn't call you an
1: athlete. <laughs> I wouldn't call you an athlete.
4: <laughs> oh, of <harsh>. I wouldn't <laughs> call any of us an athlete. Okay, new subject. <laughs>
1: no, so, okay, so where were we here? Um, so what, what so, were you talking about? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That was really rude, man. No. You know, all that good stuff I was saying to you, nice stuff I was saying earlier by you.
3: Your turn. I don't want it. So, okay, so where do, where do we go from there? We, I was talking about that the anglers are athletes and, and what they endure. And to be, I'm just glad we've been doing this for so long. I can't believe it was like yesterday we were fishing and 11 years ago. And now look at 11 years we're still doing this and now it's become almost full time work. Oh,
1: I just remember, so, so Kelly did have a question. What do you do if you got to go on to? to To the bathroom.
3: Well, he's a drone
7: operator. Passing over. Well, actually, the drone guy is the most uh, appropriate one to answer this question. He has
1: two questions. What was was his two questions?
7: (laughs) What what was Kelly's two questions? It was
1: the
3: bathroom thing and who doesn't fall in the water. Okay.
7: How do you not fall in the water? So go ahead. How do you bathroom? Bathroom How do you not fall in the water? We're guys, so that's we're kind of lucky there. Now, the only downside of it is is that. Uh, if you've got a lot of spectators following you, that makes a problem. Or if you're in a place where there's a lot of houses on the lake, oh, yeah. that can become very awkward very quick.
4: Um, or if you have a drone guy. Or if you have a drone, comes, well, right or, and you care.
3: Or. When they first came out with GoPros and they put them on the engines, yes, and right. We had to go to the bathroom when we didn't know they were there.
7: Yep. Well, the other <laughs> side of that is, is the FLW at one point had hat cams on the uh, anglers. They met them right here on the bill of the hat, and they wore a little pack that, that the thing went into. And we used to get notes from the editor that, of like <laughs> what. Imagine being a logger
4: for that. Yeah, that's because the guy with the hat cam.
7: That's what we kept getting. Like, can you tell the guys to turn their hats around? We have like female interns logging these tapes.
4: <laughs> so,
7: so yeah, that's an issue. They they have the same issue. I'm. Um, Okay, you're, you're saying number one, though, if you have, yeah. to, have to go
1: number yeah. one. What um, what about the other thing? I,
7: I have learned a, a Kegel internal, if, if we had Kegels like women do, uh, I have learned this exercise. You what? could just shut it off. you just like, no, you're not coming out today. Well,
1: it, out y- yeah, <laughs> but, but there, you know that no? even under... Really, well, you have also, that strong well, of a sphincter muscle. <laughs> <laughs>
7: sometimes, well, sometimes it's also what you have eaten or not well, eating. Well, it's that coming day.
3: back this way because I want to you. Know, this so
7: sometimes you choose not to eat breakfast because you. I have a certain regularity at home, <laughs> that that. Uh, oh, diet. So I ch- I change my diet when I'm on these things. It's kind of I, funny I you mentioned that. So I don't even drink much coffee in the morning, and I can get out there and go, and it doesn't bother me.
1: So my breakfast so, regimen is like two hard-boiled like this, eggs. Man. You know. No, no I'm just. And I, I, and I, this morning, I got in the refrigerator to have breakfast before going in the camera room, and I, I looked at the, uh, <laughs> I looked at the use-by Golden date or whatever, yeah. and it was Cody, th- this day. Yeah. And, and there was a lot Diet. of condensation, Diet. you know, in the packaging of the, of the hard-boiled egg. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I open it up, and was, there's was a bit of a. Whi- I was like, no, because I had to crap on Cliff Crochet's boat last last year. Was it? La- yeah, it was last last spring. For the first time ever, I've never shit. Let's say we can. It's a podcast. We can say shit here, man. This is you know. This is oh, it's so freeing. But, yeah, so I, had, so I remember it, it was so awkward. It's the first time I've ever in my, twenty at that point, 21-year career, you know, of, like, filming out of boats. That's the first time I've ever I've had to do that. And I, I asked him, I, I, I said, um, hey, you know, and the tournament just started. And I was like, I, I, I'm sorry to say this, but i I got I to gotta actually take a crap. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So I was kind of under the impression that he would take me to the bank, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And nothing's really happening. The boat's still staying there. We're not getting any closer. And I get the mentality. It's like it's got to be frustrating. He's trying to do well in a tournament. Here's a camera, you know, that, you know, most of these guys, it's not. It's point, not.
4: competing for $100,000 not a big deal. Right.
1: Yeah, he's competing for a hundred thousand dollars, and
4: but you got
3: and, and, Cody here is gluten free. How do you get around it?
5: What's gluten free got anything to do with going to the bathroom? Specific
3: about what you eat, right?
5: Well, yeah, you know, but I've got a I've got a diet that that is pretty pretty regular, and I'm I once we go and bounce down the um, down the lake, and we're sitting in the middle seat on a hard piece of piece of plastic I mean I'm just glad it's not coming out my ears
4: <laughs>
5: it ain't coming out the other side I don't have that that
4: problem well I mean okay, well, uh, uh, so what happened
5: so so basically uh,
1: Cl- cliff um, I, I had to it was things were like gurgling more <laughs> and it was uh, it, it was a red alert <laughs> and I, I I had to say it's like hey I you know, I really, I really got to go. And he's like, I, I just, he told me, he goes, I just crap on the side of the boat right there. I've done it. And he's like, I've done it recently. You know, I think he said something like that. So he told me kind of how to do it. And it was, it was, and this is advice for all of you, if you have to do this and this, this works pretty well. It's dependent on the boat, obviously. But if you go where the, where the boat official will sit, you know, the passenger seat. And if you, Let's see if I can kind of document this here a little bit. (laughs) So let's take, if you can put your phone over here. Please don't touch anything. So let's, this is the gunnel of the boat. This is the, this is, yeah, you got the toilet, that's good. I'm too I didn't have, I don't. I don't even know if I had any. I don't remember what I did with that. Uh, how I handled that situation. But what I did, so, um, Clifford's like, you can just you hang your butt over the side where the passenger seat is. You know, basically. So here's where the boat officials sit. Driver's seat is over here. I basically went like this over the gunnel.
4: <laughs> <are you>
0: <laughs>
1: and and keep in mind the boat official is here. The angler's here. And you're coming up with the with the drone. I knew it was any time. <laughs>
3: No. And I'm just, and I'm just this like, I'm
1: singing so they can't hear me crapping. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's All enough. right, that's all right. So, that's enough. So what, and what, what, do you, what do you guys do? Any, anything? You ever get worried about it out there?
2: I, I can tell you this. If you see a camera guy come back to the dock at the end of the day and he's only got one sock on, <laughs> you probably know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so you carry extra wipes. Now, yeah, well, yeah. Now, I've I've got a little trick I use. I I don't know if everyone knows, but for some reason, the cameraman on the boat is the compass for all luck. So when my angler needs a little extra luck, I'll just stop, put my camera down, and take a leak on the back of the boat. And that always causes a hookup. (laughs) You know, uh, also battery changes are good for that, too. So if they need a little boost, I'll put my camera down, change the battery, or go to the bathroom and... That'll always get him a bite.
1: So we've taken we've taken care of the bathroom conversation. What was the other Kelly question?
2: How you don't fall off the bathroom? Oh, how do you? Up.
1: Like we're like cats out there, man. We've done this for so long, man. Like especially this guy here, right? Oh,
0: he is the he is the captain of the swim team.
1: <laughs> uh oh. Ah. Dustin,
0: he's oh, here.
6: Dustin is.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have another camera guy that had t- maybe a, one or two he, times, he right? Fall off. Yeah. Yeah. You fall. Was in he the staying water.
2: at the Ufala Inn? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good, Phil. That was. This
1: cool. is the comedic genius of the group right over here.
0: He keeps us all going on I'm those trying. boring
3: days. No Try. doubt. Graphic artist.
1: So this is okay. as a as a um, you know in this podcast um, you know we, we have a, we've we're growing an audience of fishermen. They want to know what the best boat is the best you're i want I, we're going to go down the line here right your favorite boat to work out of of the one okay. we have to of, choose from of of the and I, you can you'd be hard pressed to find a better group of people to ask this question to like what is the best boat on the water because we're in so many of them you know so we can let's use two two criteria best running but just and then best layout you know, what, 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 what are your favorites?
2: Well, I say we've all what been in... What's your favorite? We, we've all been in all the boats. My favorite's uh, Phoenix, for sure.
1: Because of the, the ride? Uh, you the still hard. have your
5: phone on? I don't know Tim nope. Horton's your favorite. Yeah, no, absolutely. Come on in here, Tim.
3: We'll
1: the, hey, hey. talking about the, the
3: boats, though, no,
1: right? Phone's off. Phone's off. I got, I got it. Timmy Horton. Timmy Horton, ladies and
6: gentlemen.
2: Oh, <laughs> how uh, phoenix well it's got a smooth hull i mean it doesn't beat you up we're in those boats all day long just like the anglers and when you're on the water that long you want a boat that cuts through the water good and doesn't just slam dance you all over the place so <laughs> in my opinion uh phoenix Can is we bring up the best worst? out there no <laughs> don't bring up the worst just
0: uh, your favorite
2: well this may not be this is your favorite a legal
0: answer but Crestliner. Crestliner. Okay. Oh, really? No, that's all. That's John great. You, you, yeah, like cre- John you like Crestliner, huh? That's, nice. that's an aluminum it's boat. It's about a quarter mile wide. <laughs> it is a wide boat. <laughs> it goes about 40, 45 <laughs> right. when it's smooth. And it's beautiful. No, I think uh, Phoenix probably. Uh, Vexus is obviously a fantastic vessel that uh, is nice to work out of. Yeah, uh, I think the best thing, I was in a Vexus today um, with
1: uh, Brett Height. Brett Height. I, I get Brett Height and Britt Myers yeah, c- confused. Um, but Brett Height's another great angler to work with. Uh, so what's great about those Vexus is that they have what's common in walleye boats. They have that shock system oh, in the seating. Yeah, and so it's really point. cool to see that in a, in a bass boat. So mm-hmm. that's that's my favorite yeah. thing about the Vexus.
5: Well, let me, let me tell you. The Vexus will be the best boat in the world when they actually when they air up that seat. If they don't air up that seat, it is the worst ride. So you you got to air
1: up the seat. If you have a Vexus, make sure you air up the seat. Yeah,
5: because I did I did a pro circuit tournament with an Angler that did not air up that seat, and um, and it wasn't that that bad outside. And I thought it was the worst boat I'd ever been in in my life. And that says a lot because I've been into easy unnamed boats quite a few times with some crazy drivers on crazy lakes but that vexus was horrible because the person didn't air up the the seat when they air up the seat that air ride seat vexus is one of the best boats i will take it every single day because there's tons of floor space Um, For the camera to fit, for your bag to fit, there's space in back. It's just a well-designed, laid-out boat. The Phoenixes are well-designed, laid-out boats. Um, The only thing I don't like about the Phoenix is their rod locker or the lockers in back are pretty small. But, heck, nobody leaves any space for us for those anyways. You know, that's that's what they're supposed to do. We're supposed to have have storage in back. But I'm pretty sure it's a rule, but um, I've never seen that storage. I think, like, two years ago. I, uh, guys were leaving storage in, open for us in back, but I hadn't seen that in years. But um, the the nitros have a lot of room in back. And nitros, those boats, um, 15 years ago, I was scared to get in a nitro. And, um, and I think that they've turned into amazing boats, great rides. Um, they've got a lot of lot of back deck space, and uh, and that's what we look for. I mean, we're not worried about the front deck because we don't ever go up there.
1: Yeah, um, I think, I'll just set this here. I think, uh, without a doubt, my favorite riding boat is the Phoenix. I don't know what they're doing with this hull, but it is unreal. Like, it's it's the smoothest. It just lands soft. It's just a soft running boat. Like, you, like some boats you'll go over chop, and it's like, that, blah, blah, blah. and the, the, whatever they're doing with that hull in a Phoenix, it's just smooth. It's just a very soft running hull. It's the best running boat bass boat I think that's ever been made my favorite layout I think might go to a skeeter actually I I, if you guys have ever worked in a skeeter very much there it's just it's a wider boat but it's just everything's symmetrical Uh, the fit and finish of skeeters is very very good Um, so yeah if you could put the layout of a skeeter onto the hull of a phoenix I think you would have an ideal bass
3: boat I would say probably the Vexus, because for a shooting platform, it's amazing for a cameraman. But the Phoenix right now is probably the top dog right across the board, in my opinion.
4: I like the Phoenixes, but um, for a long time, FLW Ranger is always a big sponsor, and I'm really familiar with those boats, and I like Rangers. I think I'm, I'm familiar with the boat. I like how they run. I like the size of them. And so I think for me, it's probably Ranger. There, there's an
7: element to the layout, two, different, two or three different things that we consider as from cam- the cameraman's perspective in the layout. One is like, where are you are gonna sit? What's that middle seat like? Some, some of the boats actually have a middle seat right there to sit in. Some have a cup holder, which is not so comfortable when you're running across the lake. Uh, but the other thing is, is that how does it step down? Because if you're up in the front deck and he lands a fish and you've got to backpedal through the middle of the boat to get back into the back where he's running around back there, if you don't know the layout very well, you can easily trip over a seat or trip over one if it's too big of a step down, it's hard to do that backwards you know when you've got the camera on your shoulder and you're looking out of your eye and you can't see what's behind you. So some of the boats, I think the Phoenix does that really well. You can go it's a gradual step down from the top deck all the way to the back. but you can run backwards through that with the camera and know where everything is. Skeeters is the same way. Skeeters are wide open and you can get through that passageway without running into the boat official and make it all the way to the back without tripping over anything and some of the boats you can't do that with they're they're too big of a step or there's too many steps and then you're just tripping over or it's not wide enough and you're tripping over everything trying to get through it but one of the things i like about the phoenix is i'm not a real tall guy and there's an extra step right here on the left hand side and if you do get the ride in the seat you can put your foot right there and kind of prop it up whereas a guy most of these boats seem to be made for like six foot tall plus guys and the prop is like way over there and you can't i can't even, i feel like a little kid i can't even reach it you know so I, I appreciate that thought in the in the phoenix for that very reason sure
6: yep phoenix just say phoenix again and and along with, with what he's saying that compartment on the side that slopes down you can actually step on that mm-hmm. to get around and and, yeah. and walk around the boat too so phoenix for sure do, do you mind checking
1: uh, the time again, Austin or, or Kelly? Yeah, 105. Just 105, okay. Well, we can wrap up here uh, soon, but uh, is there anything that you guys would like to cover? Um, any any war stories that are important that, that you think you, you want to share to the interweb? Um what what did you guys think of the season? This is the final uh this is the final event of the Bass Pro Tour season. We also were doing the tournament, um the the pro circuit tournaments, uh tackle
6: warehouse. Anything that stands out to you? No, I'm this? Down there. Yeah, go ahead, Um I can't think of anything offhand, but um yeah, it's been a great season. And one of the person that you were talking about anglers before, I really miss uh Aaron Martins. Oh man. Because man. you never knew <laughs> what you were gonna get with him, but it was always great. Yeah. And uh just great guy but, but uh, to bring that you know um I shared probably a year
1: and a half um before he passed i i in a very similar um setting is this. Uh, it was the end of a I ter- I can't even remember what tournament it was, but I remember just chilling out with Aaron with a group of people that were just at the hotel, like just random guys, and we were all just hanging out. Were you with yeah, it? Yeah, I was Co- there. Co- Cody. Um, yeah, and we we're we were we were hanging yeah, out, hanging out at the pool, hanging out at the at the pool with. There's some like workers that were like the mm-hmm. construction workers, and we were all just drinking beers and just bullshitting and just and he was so humble so laid back he has that you know that that california just like just chill um attitude and i've always i've always i I feel so fortunate to have had so many great times with aaron in the boat you know like all
5: you know the cool thing is, is we worked with him but i could call him on the phone and he would answer and just be like hey bro what's up you know, and we don't get that with with a, with all of the anglers. I mean, there is a professional uh, professionalism to to what we do. We don't just call. I mean, there's some anglers we become friends with, but um, you know, like Aaron, I could show up to go fish a kayak tournament out at out at Logan Martin. I would give him a call and he just answer the phone. Hey, bro, what's up? Like like we've just been best friends for for 20 years, and um, and always appreciated that. And um, we were we were pretty really good friends. Um, and as I know we all were, um, and, uh, and that, made it, that made it real hard. And he, was, he, was, he camped out a lot, too. So I'd see him at the, at the campgrounds and um, a lot of times be camped right next to him and just hanging out at his boat as he's, as he's working on, on things. And, um, you know, and that's something else that we get to do um, that I love about camping is being just parked next to a lot of these anglers and, um, and you get to know them on a personal level. Um, and somebody like Aaron Martins, when you get to know him, I mean, what you see is what you get with Aaron. He was, he was always the same. I've been working with him for, you know, 15 years filming things and, um, you know, that, that hits, hits kind of hard.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think about that, that, that time, you know, that night mm-hmm. and just, and that's the thing, you know, as tough as this job can be, um, I think of moments like that. And as a, as a fan of this sport, I feel very, very lucky, and I also see it as a there's a there's a life lesson there that when when we when we were at that campfire, you know he had no idea that he, that he had that tumor growing yeah. in his in his brain. none of us know that maybe we might not be here in a year and a half, you know, and I think about that I think about how important that lesson is and to not take life for granted because here the guy is at, at the top of his game man mm-hmm. and it didn't it didn't matter it, you know he 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 uh, he he died too soon you know and I'm not special known, and so just cherish every day you got man
5: you know um, and he treated everybody like like a human being like a person you know there was no um, I'm better than you or, or anything like that. I mean, any cameraman that got on his boat had the same experience and, um, and we got to, and you know, just what you're talking about sitting there and hanging out. And it, it was, that was a very special moment. Um, cause I think there were three or four of us that were, that were there and he just, just hung out like he was one of the boys, like one of the guys, I man, mean, for, for hours. I mean, that was two or three hours. That's probably the latest I ever stayed up. Yeah, I always remember that. Mm-hmm.
4: I got one more thing to say about it. No, Aaron, but just with these guys. So one of the neatest things that we kind of forget about, what's weird is when you see an angler either dressed up or when they're out of, like, uniform. Right. Like these regular guys, they either look so young or look completely different from what we think they are, but they don't have hats on or anything else. What we forget about is um, these regular guys have worked so hard. This is like their dream. They've worked so hard to get here and uh, they'll remember a guy who I fished tournament in 2010, he'll remember his third fish, everything. They might not uh, remember their uh, uh, anniversary, anything else, but they'll (laughs) remember everything about every tournament. And part of that is you like being the boat. They remember everything. They remember you, they remember things about it. You become part of like their life. You know, what they've worked so hard for their entire life to be there, you're part of it. You're part of that day. You have a special bond, especially the guys who won the big tournaments and different things. If you're with, like, at a Red Crest or different things, mm-hmm. you know, you're part of that moment. And that's pretty neat. That's very to, neat. To, to be a part of that. And you have that connection with the guys. And um, that's no what no. I, flying a drone, I kind of miss that. You, you miss, my shoulder thanks me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you miss that connection. And no that's doubt. something that, you know, most when you're people spent, get. You're
1: spending like a whole day with these guys a lot of times,
4: you and know? It's some of the most amazing points of their life that they've worked so hard to get, they remember forever. I mean, this is their dream since they've been little kids to achieve something. And, they, and they've sacrificed a, a, a ton to get there. And then, you know, you're part of that. Right.
1: That's pretty neat. It's it's mm-hmm. wonderful, no doubt.
3: Mm-hmm. Does anybody have anything they'd one, like to add? before I go pee because <laughs> you know we're a family we've been a family but what brought this all together was Randy and his keeping us all together after all this year is amazing but also the boat officials
1: Rand- Randy White the family
3: of boat officials have become a family as well
1: I really mean this so this is everything that I'd hope. It, it would would be I, just the fact that we'd have this can, candid conversation. This is let's just get this thing You're recorded. Put smart asses together yeah. and see where it goes. Well, well
7: I, we're glad that you had a low bar. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you know me, man. But I, I really, you know, um, I, I really this, I, you know, maybe when you get older, you get a little bit more sentimental. But and I think it's you realize that you can't take life for granted, you know, more as you get get some. Uh, some miles on you and more wisdom, but I, I really, truly love you guys, um, and I, I feel very privileged to uh, have worked alongside you for this length of time, and goes for you guys behind the camera as well.
7: Are, are you um, the youngest one of us?
1: I don't think so. Chad? I don't think so.
7: Oh, okay. I'm 46. Is that young? Chad well, and Dustin. Dustin, I forget. Yeah, Dustin. Of here, of the ones here now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. guys. Thank yeah, you.
1: Thank I, you. God, I really mean it. I, on, I, 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 tru- truly you. You yeah. 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 I truly, truly love you guys. Yeah. Truly love you guys.